just uh, trusting that the things that I can share can complement all that's been said already. And by your heartfelt thoughts and prayers go towards you, particularly Anne, given that. Uh, and from all our movement, obviously, the CRC was uh, prayed for Daryl and uh, made aware of Daryl's situation up there on, on the Wednesday, wasn't it? And um, we prayed that night and I prayed for you and I know I send their love to you and to all of you as a church because big season of change, obviously, that's come upon you. And um, uh, for you, Brenton. And I just honour you too for the challenge of taking on the church into this next season, as you said. And I, I know you will. And there's just the timing of God and all that, you know, that in a sense your, your uh, ordination coincided with, with Daryl being ordained to a higher place. And uh, it's, uh, I just wanted to share some thoughts with you because I was trying to reflect on what to do today. Uh, and I just thought about the cycle of life because today... We remember two things, of course, Mother's Day, and we remember Daryl. And um, the two things that we all share in common in life is birth and death. And they come together in a confluence today uh, in the way we celebrate the cycle of life. Because um, you know, the reality is we're all not going to be here forever. And uh, I know Daryl would have loved to have been here a bit longer, and I'm sure we all wanted him here longer. But he's home with his Lord. And having a great time. Yeah. So, um, you know, just, just uh, reflecting on, on you guys. I pinched that off your, oh, I think your Facebook page or something. <laughs> Trying to find a picture of you both. But, um, you know, you just say, you really, Daryl was an amazing guy. We both, got, we both had our history in the same church. Back in the Port, Port Adelaide Church where our conference was. Uh, he was um, he was there a bit after me. I was there as a very young boy, and then left, moved to the other side of the city. But the roots were in the same church, and certainly had a lot of commonalities across the years because of those those things. And I'll just reflect back on many seasons of of Daryl's life and and of your life together with him, Anne. And you guys were just always such pioneers. You know, from doing something as radical as the pub church in Wyala to Carabran Farm and to retiring and starting a church in Macclesfield. So, you know, I mean, Daryl was, and, and you've both been those sorts of, that sort of couple that have been prepared to move through the cycles of your lives in a way that gives opportunity for fresh things to continually to happen. And I'm sure that will still continue. Because uh, it goes on. But I just want to honour you both. Great couple. On Mother's Day, you're a mother of the house, you're a mother of this church, you're a mother of your own family, and uh, you know, this is a, an unusual one for you. But we, we just feel for you and would want to honour you as the mother of this home. Of this spiritual home, we honour Daryl and his passing, and look forward to celebrating that fully next uh, next Friday. That'll be an important day for everybody. You know, uh, I was just reflecting upon 
the cycle of life. And life is so precious, isn't it? You know, whether it's in birth or in living, but, you know, life goes on for eternity as well. And I think, you know, as, as churches, we can celebrate that for Daryl. And for us, death is not the end. In fact, in many ways, it's just the beginning. And, you know, we, we somehow in our culture don't talk about death very much. And, uh, you know, I remember in, uh, in Sri Lanka, when I've, where I've been many times, uh, they would, they would, their, their process of death, would, they would celebrate that for weeks. The life of the person, you know, and uh, we, we struggle to put that together. Now, I'm not suggesting that we should go on for weeks at all, but what I'm saying is there is, uh, we've, we've, we try to avoid it in our thinking. We try not to think about it. But life begins with birth, very precious. And we remember on Mother's Day that all of us were given birth to by a mother. And uh, some of us have, have great memories of our mothers and some of us don't. Some of us have lost our mothers a long time back. Um, it doesn't matter. Regardless, we're all here because a mother birthed us. And uh, we, can, we can thank God for life. And life is incredibly precious. We, we, we fight to sustain life. But when a birth is, is happening, you know, you're just so very conscious that that, that little life has got so much potential. And then, of course, we sow into it for all of our lives. And we all want rich and wonderful lives. I'm sure you want that for you three beautiful daughters sitting there. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, you, you have dreams and aspirations for your children and you believe for that. It doesn't always outwork the way you think. And sometimes life can take them early too. And there's many a family that's had sorrow with their children. But, but we fight for, for life. And while we're alive, we want the best of life. Because that's what Christ came to bring, to give life in, that, in abundance. So, you know, we, 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 we understand the precious nature of life, but it goes on after death as well. Because life doesn't actually end. That which has been birthed in us at our birth is not just our bodies, it's our spirit. And that spirit is eternal. And the great hope of the Christian faith is that it's not the end. And when we come to remember Daryl uh, at the funeral service, I'm sure there'll be much celebration and joy. Because, you know, that's what he preached. That's what he lived. That's what he believed. That death is not the end, but it's merely the passing through into a newness of life. And, uh, you know, we need, to, we need to honour that by celebrating that together. It's a positive thing. It's a sad thing, no doubt. You have all already expressed some of that sadness that you feel, and it'll be hard, particularly for you, Anne, to just now be waking up without your life partner for how many years were you married? Nearly, oh, nearly 49 years. That's a, that's a big whack of life. And now, you know, he's not there. And he was one of those, one of those characters you couldn't ignore. So he was, he was bigger than life in so many ways. And, uh, you know, whenever you came into Daryl's presence, you knew you were in his presence. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure, Anne, it must be very strange for you to not see that new two kings, Lee, given the fact that you're living around him. Excuse me if I tear up a bit, but it's going to happen today. Yeah. I tear up in the best of things. tear up when the crows lose. <laughs> no, not really. 
same boat. No, you just, you know, just, you just. I, I, I thank God for the time I had. I, just even just a few weeks ago with Daryl. When was that? When I came into your home? Was a long ago. I spoke to him on the phone. I think on Monday was it of this week. We were organising for me to come here at the end of June. So you know, it wasn't long ago that we, you know you just expect life to go on, and you expect everything to just continue, but it doesn't. And there is a time and a season for everything. But I praise God because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, so are you. And your works, O Lord, are wonderful. And I know that full well. Life is precious. And I thank God for every day that we wake up with it. Uh, there are days where you struggle with things that might happen and days where you wished it wouldn't have happened. But the reality is, life is precious. And we're born. And Mother's Day is the day to celebrate that birth. But we also will come to a time of death in the cycle of life. And for Daryl, that was this week. And for us, we don't know when it is. Whilst we still yet have time, let's enjoy life together to the full. And how better can you do that but by celebrating who Christ is in our lives? Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't make your barbecue, uh, your bonfire last night. I heard it was a very good time. We had a um, family thing on for Mother's Day ourselves last night. So. But those things, you celebrate life in that, don't you? It, it, you? Things happen when you sit around bonfires and when you do things in community together that make for the richness of life. And continue to do that, guys. You mean a lot to each other. And may others come to enjoy that with you because um, as you experience and express the validity of yourselves as a Christian community together, you, you create something that... that a lot of our world is missing out on. Uh, life is precious and it's to be lived to the full and to live with that sense of even security in that which is yet to come. Um, I've got too many things to do. Today is Mother's Day and uh, I don't know why the S is suddenly down there but that's where it is. So. Our mind is not there. Anyway, uh, we, 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 it's to, we're told in, in Exodus chapter um, 20, where the Ten Commandments are outlined, that part of the challenge for us, I think it's the Fifth Commandment, it says that we are to honour our father and our mother. In the context of Mother's Day, we honour the mothers this morning. And we are just so thankful for life that they have brought to us and their continued nurture and care. And I trust that you're able to reflect on your mother today. I reflect on mine. She passed away some nearly 15 years ago. But I am so thankful for a mother that we were able to care for and look after for many years in our home. And now that cycle's returned because we've just taken on Fiona's parents to come and live with us. And uh, that's going to be, and already is, an adventure. Uh, Because, you know, they're they're, they're in a lot of need and challenge. But what what a privilege to be able to extend that, uh, that sense of, of community and love and family to them and to honour uh, Fiona's mother in that way today. And that's not everybody's possibility to do that, um, but it has been ours. And uh, her mother's got dementia and uh, her dad's very quite frail. And they're both, in, and both 86 this year. Uh, you know, so getting on in years. But having said that, may we give them the best years they, they've had for a while. 
by just being around them and supporting them. And I'm grateful that we can do that. And we want to honour Fiona's mum today. And we'll be doing that at lunchtime today. So, um, you know, we honour the mums here this morning. It's, a, it's, it's an interesting statement there because it's the, one of the few commandments that comes with a, with a, with a quali- qualifying statement to it. If you, if you do it, what happens? You live long. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's a promise that we have. And Daryl's lived 75 years. And uh, I'm about to hit my three score year in 10 in a few weeks' time. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's had more than that. And, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, the sense of that you may live long in the land the Lord you, God is giving you is He gives us eternity. The land doesn't just end here. It goes on and on and on. So we praise the Lord for mothers this morning and we thank God for our mothers and we honour them as part of not only a commandment to do so but because it's what uh, we remember that they've come and brought us life. We do that for you, Anne, this morning. You've brought life spiritually to so many in this room as well. And you've brought life to, uh, with Daryl to this Macclesfield Church and its purposes in God. And that's not over yet. And we look forward to seeing what God will do in your midst as that prophetic word and statement said that there's things ahead for you together. So, wrong control right here. James 1.17 talks about the miracle of birth. As you reflect on your own life this morning, it's because of a mother who went through a lot of pain to give birth to you. I love the verse there in James. It says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. The constancy of God's presence in our lives underpins us for whatever lies ahead. And we just know that he is there and he creates every life as a good and gracious gift. Of course, we screw it up a lot in life and not everybody goes the right way. But when you look at a little baby, the potential that's there in that life, it's amazing. And the goodness and the gift that is there. And the miracle of its birth. I was reading some stats just this morning on what actually happens to uh, a a baby in, in the early Weeks of after its conception, you know, by by the fifth week, your brain is being formed and fashioned, and it's growing. The synapses in your head are growing at the rate of five weeks of two hundred and fifty thousand neural connections in a minute. In a minute, and you just go, "What a miracle this thing called life is!" You know, and it's why we fight for life. That's why you know. Uh, the, the easy road of abortion is a sadness in our society that I think we're going to look at more seriously in the years ahead because life is so precious. You know, I'm sure there are some valid reasons why some need to terminate their pregnancies, but for most it's a thing of convenience. And tens of thousands of babies are being prematurely, a gift of life is being sucked out. Yeah. It just shocks me. It's still abhorrent. I think to anybody that has a Christian ethos, because the Christian ethos is one that fights for life. And beyond even that, the human ethos is one that fights for life. You know, there's every culture fights for life. We, we, we try to sustain it, and yet on, 
in the convenience of, of so much of what we do in the West. You know, there's, they're now talking about the potential of full-term abortions. Can you believe that? That a minute or two before a child is born, you could potentially kill it legally. If you did it a few minutes after they were born, you're a murderer. And just this, this, there's deeping, excuse me, deeping consistencies in all that. Why do I say that against the backdrop of Mother's Day? Because Mother's Day is a day to celebrate life and the miracle of birth. Because every good gift, every perfect gift comes from above. And God must grieve his heart big time when he sees the preciousness of life being squandered. And how wondrous it is when my life has been lived to the full and has been lived richly and where that life has been able to impact and influence others like Daryl's been able to do with so many. How many thousands of people would have been touched by that man's life? And when he's now in heaven reflecting on all that with, with the Lord, I'm sure the Lord is saying, well, you're a good and perfect gift that came from above. And now you continue on in doing so through those that you've affected. There's no variation or shadow due to change because you, God, are the constant source of strength. Thank you, Lord, for Daryl. Thank you, Lord, for each person that's sitting here that loves you. Thank you for the potential of our lives to touch other lives. We may not do it like Daryl did, and I doubt that you will, because he was unique. Uh, but we all do it in various ways. And whether it's uh, in ways of leadership expression like he did, or whether it's just drawing alongside someone and showing them the love and respect that they need. You know, let's honour our parent, our mothers, by in turn honouring those that we can bring influence to with the gift that is from, kind of flows from the miracle of life. I'm sure we'll share some of these and maybe some of these scriptures will be alluded to on Friday when we come to uh, thinking and reflecting on Daryl's life. But you know, the Apostle Paul, as much as he was fighting and talked a lot about life, he also wasn't scared to talk about death. And in Corinthians, both letters of Corinthians, there's big slabs of passage of scripture that talk about the significance of, of, of passing from death, uh, from life into death. And uh, so while we are in this tent, it says in 2 Corinthians 5, we groan under burdens because we do not wish to be unclothed but clothed so that our mortality might be swallowed up by life. What Paul's saying there, and he says it in the previous verse, oh, he says, oh, I want to get out of here. I, I, I'm very happy about the potential of death, but for your sakes I'm staying. And God has prepared for us this very purpose, and he's given us the spirit and pledged as a pledge for what is to come. A little later it says, in, or earlier in the previous writings in 1 Corinthians, for the perishable must clothe itself with imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will become true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. There was lots of groans in Daryl's body. He lasted a while, wasn't there? And, uh, you know, physically there was, there was deterioration, which he's now free of. And I'm so grateful for that for him. Because I don't think the last 
um, year particularly was something he suffered well, having to go off to doctors all the time. That wasn't Daryl. You know, it was not something he, he wanted to do or any of us would want to do. You know, and I can understand, I don't know where Paul's life was at at this time, but he had this absolute longing to be with his Lord and an understanding that passing from this life into the next was getting rid of this tense, as he called it, and putting on something very much more uh, enabling to release all the potential that he is in God. You know, there's a glorious body waiting for you, and, and Daryl's got it already. And, you know, I don't know what that looks like, and none of us understand the mystery that is on the other side of the grave, except that Scripture tells us it's going to be better, not worse. And so we celebrate, Daryl, this morning, and we celebrate the release in death. That as much as Mother's Day causes us to reflect on our birth, the death of our pastor causes us uh, to reflect on the miracle of, that is, through death into eternal life. Whether it's in birth or whether it's in death, when you're with the Lord, there's a pathway forward. And He's always with us and He never leaves us and He never forsakes us. I'd like us to come around communion together. Because communion in so many ways reflects the reversal of the cycle of life. Because in natural life we go from life to death. But in communion we celebrate going from death into life. That that is the, the whole essence of what the gospel is about. That that which is dead in you can be brought into eternal life. And when we come around communion this morning and as we celebrate uh, Daryl's life, he's moved from the death that he experienced there the other day into eternal life. And he experienced that already for years. In the sense that the old Daryl was put to death by the cross. And the new Daryl rose into all the potential that God's been taking him through from glory to glory for all his life, as long as I've known him almost. You know, and I just thank God that he's at work in you and me. And when we come together in communion this morning, on this Mother's Day, we thank the Lord for that which is our birth. But we understand that we were born into sin. And we thank the Lord for Jesus, who brought us out of that death into a place of life. And we celebrate that together this morning. Is not the cup of blessing that we bless a participation in the blood of Christ? We're going to celebrate a cup of blessing in a minute. And is not the bread that we break participation in the body of Christ? These little symbols that we're going to hold uh, speak to us of, 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 a, of, a, of a life cycle in God that takes us from death into life. And that that life has been celebrated and that's why, you know, that's why Daryl was so committed to seeing this church flourish. Because he believed and loved seeing people move from death into life. He was a great evangelist, wasn't he, Daryl? He was one of those guys who, who just seemed to always have conversations with people that seemed to bring them to a place where they understood that this is not the end, but it could be the beginning. And that death... They think they're alive, but they're actually in death. And wake up. Here's a new way of life. And he was committed to that. And that's what we're committed to this morning. And we live on that legacy of his in the midst of this. Because we have the word, but it's the living word. And you've got a living word that you can profess here this morning. 
1 John 3.14 says we know that we have passed out of death into life. I wonder if we could uh, do something this morning and come and share communion around, maybe around this area here together. There's not that many of us, but... Um, In Philippians 1.23, and the verse that I've got up there now, it says, So what shall I choose? I don't know, is it? I'm torn between the two. I desire to pass the peace of Christ, which is better by far, but it is necessary that I'm here still for your sake and the state of the body. Come on, come, maybe we can all just come up here. Yeah, can be that there. Do you want to pass it around? I really felt it would be good to just gather around uh, Anne at this time as well. Because communion celebrates death being turned into life. And we pray that for you, Anne, that out of this death you would experience the newness of life in, in, in many, many ways. And the Holy Spirit would just come and touch you afresh as you're surrounded by these people that mean so much to you. We stand with you. And I know. Uh, There'll be heaps of adjustments ahead, but I'm so thankful that the Lord is in life and He stands with you and uh, is there to sustain you in whatever lies ahead for you, as He does for you as a church. Thank you. There's a lot of change that's afoot because uh, the reality is uh, Daryl's been the father of his son and he's not anymore in that direct sense. We will share his, his memory and we will look continually towards uh, that which he has summoned into our lives and we're thankful for that. But this morning we thank also our Lord and Saviour because, because of him we're all standing here together. Because of him, Daryl and Anne were able to find that capacity to impact many, many people's lives. And uh, I know that for Anne it's going to continue for you but for all of us, we stand with you, and we stand with you as a church, as friends together. And Lord, we look to you this morning. We're torn between the two, as Paul said. Part of us wants to be there right now with Daryl enjoying eternity. Help us not to fear death. I pray that for these young children. I pray for us. That we will no ways be apprehensive of what lies ahead. It may be a rough path someone's getting there. We may suffer in the process, but when we step over from death into life, it is exactly that, stepping into life. And Lord, we just thank you that we celebrate that this morning in these uh, symbols of life, your divine life given to us. Where the cycle of life for us as humans was life leading to death, you came into the midst of us, Jesus, and you turned the thing on its head, and you turned death into life. And we thank you for that. And we celebrate that together in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We eat and drink together now in the name of Jesus. Eat and drink life into your inner being in Jesus' name.
Everything has its life cycle. And we have a life cycle. It's a cycle of life, and it's a life cycle. In 1 John 5, 12, it says, He who has the Son has life. And he that does not have the Son does not have life. And Lord, we just want to pray for many of our family and relatives, for friends who still don't have that life in their lives. May this church be used to impact many more people's lives in the days of my life. And bring them through to know where their life cycle can lead to eternal life. Lord, we have crossed over from death to life. And Lord, we thank you that you've come to give us life and to give us that in abundance. And Lord, maybe we could just come around and gather around hand right now. <coughs> Put your little hand in the middle. Come around. You guys are Because she's the pastor of the house, and Hannah and uh, Daryl have been the pastors here. And Lord, as this church lays its hands upon Anne right now, impart to her the life we celebrate in Jesus, a fresh gift to her. In unique ways, give her that which she needs to meet the challenge of these next days, particularly. But Lord, then on into what the future holds. But I pray for this whole church to have lost its spiritual dad. It's a big thing. Many of these in this group here are here because of Daryl. But they're also here because of you. And Lord, I thank you for Daryl that brought these people to your feet. And Lord, may they continue to now do that as they experience, Lord, uh, your presence and power in fresh and new ways together as a church community. We lay hands upon hand right now. We speak into her, Lord, restoration and renewal. We pray for her family, for her grandkids. Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, just let there be a profound sense of, of hope, of faith, and of joy to rise up. Lord, in the midst of the sorrow. We pray that Lord in Jesus' name. Some of you know how to pray for each other. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together as a family. Thank you for being a man who might be able to get to that. Anointing, new anointing, fresh anointing that's going to be on her 
Lord, that these hands would be used, that that mouth would speak. I just thank you, Lord, that the message you're going to give to Anne in this new season is going to be full of life and full of vitality and full of truth and love. Lord, that her love's not going to dim, it's just going to shine brighter than this church, Lord. And I just thank you for all the words you're going to give her and the messages that you're going to bring others into this church and see the life. Lord, right to the end, that she'll run that race right to the end, Father, in glory of you, in honour of you. And, and I just thank you for the love and the warmth and the comfort that you're bringing her over these days. Jesus. Because you, at the end of the day, are her husband. Thank you're you, the one who's strengthening her. You're the one who's giving her everything that she needs to keep on going. And we just thank you for everything that she is to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hold it, hold it close in your loving arms. Yes. And that um, when the time brings over, arise and shine, mm. because the light has come. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit just descending upon you afresh as we lay hands upon you. Lord, as we lay hands upon her, may she just feel an impartation of your spirit from the solidarity of this group of people that stand with her and from your spirit that overrides her and all of us. Bless this church, Lord. Whatever lies ahead, thank you for presenting this ordination this week and may he continue to express the ministry and calling upon his life. And may this church continue to see its, its purposes in you fulfilled in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone. I just like to say I've really been sensing the prayers of all this last few days. I'm a bit of an emotional roller coaster or something, but it's, it's, it's uh, underlying peace and assurance that that was. <laughs> well, it's a good way to take community together, isn't it? And man, it's uh, it is part of that cycle of life. This is the life of the heaven and the Holy Spirit. I just want to just just take a seat just for a moment. Friends, I wrote out a few scriptures for you as a church together, and they interestingly think of what you were feeling. So I'll just give these to you, but I'll just read them out to you so you're all aware. Um, in Proverbs, sorry, Jeremiah 31, verse 12, it says, Now come out with joy. And I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength. You know, Daryl would not want you to be miserable. Sorrowful, yeah, we all, we're all welling up with tears this morning. But may there be deep joy as you lead the church forward. 1 Peter 1, 2 it says, And may the grace 
And peace be yours in abundance. I pray that over you as a church. Um, abundance of his peace. Psalm 66 verse 12. That you'll be led through fire and water into a place of abundance. It's been a tough week this week. But what lies ahead may be a symbol of that sense of fresh life and vitality. And 2 Peter 1.3 says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and for godliness. May the life of the Holy Spirit sustain you as you pursue your godly lives together. Um, Joshua 1.11 says, Now it's time to take position of the land. There's new land to take. And I believe that for you personally and for you together as a team as well. 1 Thessalonians 3.13 And may he strengthen your hearts. And finally, Isaiah 60 verse 20 it says there, may your days of sorrow end. And I pray that for you as a church, that in the cycle of this life, may you continue to see much life flow. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for letting me share with you this morning. God bless you.